this case, the whole thing was a surprise, right? Because, they, of course, we never intended to do uh, this bubble testing process the way it was. It's, uh, I, I, I went in the lab, and uh, as many PI might do, I messed up something. <laughs> so I was trying to, you know, essentially uh, build some, some uh, elastic air by pushing some elastomer into a tube, and I accidentally also injected the bubble. And uh, I guess the, the, you know, the, the analytic part of me was then curious to see, oh, how does this bubble look like? Because I have this background in you know, fluid mechanics and everything that involves uh, interfacial fluid mechanics is interesting to me. And we had recently worked also on the drainage of elastomer on curved surfaces. So I figured, oh, okay, actually it looks like it. And it looks like the, you know, that there is this cross-section, the top part of the cross-section of our robots uh, is this sort of thin layer that we can probably predict uh, uh, using the same tools we have uh, you know, developed in the past for, for these type of flows. And uh, then we, you know, we inflated it and it started to curl and said, okay, that's, that might be interesting to, to do something about it. And I had this uh, wonderful student, Trevor Jones, who, who was uh, starting his PhD. So I told him, you know, why don't you think about it and, and let's see how, where it goes. And so four years down the road, it, it led to this publication. So this, this project started completely accidentally. Maybe I'm curious about the instabilities. Uh, and I'm curious to ask you how you can leverage this kind of something maybe viewed as uh, maybe not positive, and sometimes you get a void. Uh, this, this kind of concept, how we use instability. Uh, can you tell a bit more how you can use something maybe viewed as something maybe not positive for commonly traditionally, but you try to use it in a, in a very interesting way? Yes. So yesterday I was actually teaching in... Uh, something called squishy engineering, and, and uh, I, I make this uh, recurrent joke, which yesterday worked well. <laughs> so, but I, I show instabilities you know, in mechanics, right? So you know, the fluttering of a wing, or the buckling of railway, or the collapse of a tank. You know? So this is usually very negative in, in uh, mechanical engineering or civil engineering, right? So because it, it typically means that there will be dramatic failure in the structure. So and as a result, these, these, uh, these instabilities, especially in mechanics, in, in solid mechanics, sorry, they have been mostly studied uh, in order to try and avoid them, right? And so I asked the, the, the classroom, you know, how can you turn something bad into something good? And the answer is to make an ice cream out of it, right? So uh, there is this, this brand of ice cream, it's called Vienita ice cream. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's, it's a pretty standard vanilla ice cream as a cake, but in between two, the top and bottom uh, sandwiches, there is this wavy pattern. And the wavy pattern comes from a buckling instability uh, in, the, in the fabrication lane, right? So they have a, a nozzle where they inject ice cream at a given velocity on a belt, and the belt doesn't move as fast as the injection. And so as a result, there is a buckling instability. So sometime, if you can harness instabilities, it's good. <laughs> Uh, in the case of ice cream. And I think in, in fluid mechanics, we have uh, a bit more this, uh, this habit of actually playing with instabilities. So if you think of everything involving droplets, uh, I don't know, inject printing, microfluidics, all that stuff is relying on the relative, uh, relative plateau instability, right? So the breakup of uh, a thread into a collection of drops. And so I think that in, in fluid mechanics, uh, there is this habit of you know, using interfacial flow and uh, to fabricate drops, for example. But this is, in, in the end, a very tiny thing, that, a tiny part of the whole library of you that you have in instabilities in fluid mechanics. And so my lab is sort of exploring how we can actually tap into all these big reservoirs to fabricate interesting structures. And uh, this leads to 
cool problems because you have these sort of traditional fluid mechanics, which is usually using Newtonian fluids, right? So whether it's water or silicon oil, right? Those, those fluids are typically Newtonian. But now you mix this uh, traditional fluid mechanics with actually uh, fluids that are a bit more extreme in that they can uh, cool down or they can polymerize and, and form like a tangible structures. And so this interplay between uh, uh, fluid mechanics and solid mechanics, because the outcome will be solid, I find very appealing. And on the, the fundamental side, you're adding one more time scale in the problem, which is the, the curing time scale, the cooling time scale. And so you know these problems are already highly nonlinear and highly complex, and so adding one more ingredient can actually lead to surprising results. And so that's, that's the type of thing that we're interested in in, in my group, and that I find uh, extremely satisfying because uh, you... I mean, I think everyone who, is in, who appreciates fluid mechanics like this sort of, you know, uh, nice and smooth uh, looking structures that you have in fluid flows. And now these days, you know, we have these high-speed cameras that are very cool because you can capture this thing, but still, it's still digital, right? And with, uh, with this, uh, the, the, the fact that you have these fluids that actually are curing or cooling down, these uh, previously unattainable type of structures, you can actually touch them and grab them in your hand, right? So as a matter of fact, let me show you something. This is like, this is glass, right? So this was molten glass. It led to these sort of coiling structures. But now I can grab it and I can hold it with my hand, which is, I find it very cool. And so this sort of, you know, uh, interplay between, again, fluid flows, curing, and uh, leading to these structures, I find very, uh, uh, very um, satisfying, intellectually speaking, and intriguing because of this sort of uh, texture of the materials we have. And ultimately, this could be uh, interesting in engineering because you're all of a sudden turning these uh, fluid things into solid structures, right? So this naturally connects to additive manufacturing, really, right? So it's just another way of saying how you can manufacture goods not, not using uh, molds or constraints, but using actually uh, fluid flows and interfaces to shape structures.